Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, this is the Black Hand 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody's having a good night tonight. It is hump day, and um, hopefully you went out and did some humping <laughs> or something, or jumped a camel or smoked a camel. Where are we into these days? Well, I got a question. Remember that nerd that you used to mess around with and throw him into lockers and give him wedgies and swirlies and chase him around the school and tell him that he'll never be laid by a woman ever in his life and tell him that he probably won't, you know, probably be a serial killer before he's anything? Well, that um, that nerd um, has uh, stopped gas from coming to your to, from you getting gas to your car. As you probably already heard, it was a cyber attack. This time it was on a, you know, refinery called Colonial, you know, gasoline, I don't know, maybe Colonial Fuel or whatever the hell it is, it's called Colonial. And um, it was done by, from what they say, Russians, Russian hackers. And um, it made people back east a little paranoid. Now, cyber attacks are the new way of doing things without being seen or heard. They have, uh, there's been other cyber attacks over the, over the decades, and they get worse and worse with every year, and bolder. This one kind of hits kind of home, not to say for me, but you mess with a person's car, you mess with a person's fuel that you put in the car, and you're going to get a panic going to be a panic person. I remember the days after, um, actually the day of 9-11. I was driving home from work and I look over, there's a gas station used to be right down the street from my house. There was rumors that since, you know, this attack happened to us, the next day they would attack would be our gas supply. Therefore, every gas station within about everywhere there was hundreds of cars just in line trying to get enough gas in their car so they won't be, you know, I guess out of fuel or whatever. All because that we got attacked by a, um, you know, a Arabian state, I guess you can say. And uh, people got paranoid. And um, I had never seen that many cars in a gas station in my life. There were fights breaking out. It's a wonder nobody even got shot that day. But either way, it was, uh, that was 2001. Many, many years later, 20 to be exact. And here we are, people back east are getting gallon drums and putting gasoline in them. And you got people, you know, going to gas stations and filling their cars up, you know, they don't have any money and stuff like that. Kind of reminds me of a really bad, I mean, actually kind of reminds me of a movie that I'm very fond of. The Road Warrior. You know, Mel Gibson, Mad Max, you know, Gosling, stuff like that. It really reminded me of that. The only thing that was missing was a man in a metal mask, and he was very, very muscular, and he has a posse of, you know, road decay for, you know, for a gang, and they're staying outside a oil refinery and wanting some gas. It's a pretty beauty, fine. You know, just stuff like that. 
And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the man himself, Lord Humongous. And um, just so happened, I'm actually Facebook friends with him. And he's a very nice man. Uh, he, you know, spread down to earth for somebody that played a very iconic character. And um, shouts out to him. But anyway, so cybers, uh, cyber attacks, they uh, happen frequently. And uh, some of them are done by, you know, folks or people that do not like the system the way it is. That's usually the main thing. They want to, you know, disrupt the system and change things around and, you know, stick it to the man and everything else. Kind of goes back to the 60s when uh, hippies grew their hair out to protest the war in, in Vietnam. And um, how they, you know, you know, grew their hair out in protest. Well, this is not a protest. It's just uh, somebody that had, a, you know, had the great idea to, hey, let's hack into this gas refinery and um, and stop everybody from getting gas. Yeah, let's do it. We're in a paranoid state right now. This whole entire world is in a paranoid state. The slightest thing, people will take it and run to left, right, and forward fields with it. You can't make a, you can't make fun of nobody anymore without somebody getting completely pissed off or taking it personally. Well, cyber attackers or hackers, as they call them, they look at it as as a fun thing. Not to say not all of them, but some do, just to see how badly things will go after they hack wherever the hell they're hacking. I have, uh, I've had my Facebook page hacked, I've had my, uh, I've had cards hacked, um, I've had things, people buy stuff in my name, my ID was kind of stolen, it's not fun for a person that it's happening to, because everything that the hacker is doing, is they're doing in your name, and you look bad, your credit's bad. People come after you for unpaid bills that you've never even made, and everything else. And it's a um, it's a scary thought. It really is. And hackers do this every single day. Hell, there's a hacker right now trying to hack into somebody else's shit. I'll put it like that. And uh, for the person that's happening to, it's not fun at all. But for the hacker or the person that's doing the cybering and everything, it's, a, it's nothing to them because it's not. You know, they're, they don't care, you know. And there's good things about technology and there's bad things about technology. Technology has changed a whole lot in the last 40 years. I mean, just a few decades ago, we had video cameras. We had to put them on your shoulder and walk around with them. We had to put a VHS tape in them and rewind and everything else. Just and to charge a battery that takes like forever and a damn weekend. We went from that to having a phone that you can record every damn thing that happens at the palm of your fucking hand. You're taking pictures and videos of something no smaller than a calculator. Just technology. Then you got the, um, the you know, you got televisions, for example. I had a, uh, what I like to call a fat daddy television, which was, you know, the convenient television back in the 80s and the 70s and stuff like that, that you had to carry 
out to your car and probably get a hernia while you're doing it. Flash forward million, million years later, they're flat screens. They do everything a television does with less weight. Yeah, if the bigger the TV, you might have to get two people to carry it, but it's a lot better than carrying a fat TV that can probably bust all your balls. And of course, then there is the automobile. Automobile, sorry. You know, you got the muscle cars, you got the convenient cars, you got the cruisers, you got the um, everything. And every car from every decade has ran on gas. Well, in the 21st century, you have your choice of either having gas or or electric. But the thing about it is, though, with all the technology that we have now, it can be hacked by anybody that has a brain in their head. Cars can be hacked. Television can be hacked. Your phone can be hacked. Hell, your whole fucking life can be hacked. And the person that's doing it, nine times out of ten, they're just doing it just for the fucking hell of it. So this cyber attack that happened at this gas refinery that has everybody thinking that Mad Max is actually about to become a reality. It's a, um, it's just a little bit of a thing. And you see how badly, what kind of terror it brought. It reminds me of this episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I know it sounds stupid, but Star Trek can really, really make you learn some stuff here. In this episode of Deep Space Nine, this is right around the time, if you do watch Star Trek, I've been a big Trekkie fan for many, many years. And, um... It's a very interesting show and a very interesting franchise. I recommend if you are into sci-fi, you check them out. But anyway, there was an episode where the changelings, which is, you know, they could change in anything, invaded Earth right before the Dominion Wars. And, you know, Captain Sisko, who was played superbly by... Avery Brooks, who I think is the most baddest damn actor alive. I mean, when I mean bad, I mean like badass. You know, the man with the man just, you have no idea. Anyway, um, so <laughs> he goes to Earth to figure out where these changelings, how many changelings is on the planet. The changeling came up to a cup to Cisco. He told him there was only maybe five on the entire planet and they caused all this chaos there were gunmen on every corner everybody was checking for you know checking people's blood to make sure they're not a changeling everything because of five changelings invaded earth this gas shortage thing has people thinking the exact same thing humans are very very they're very very un- unpredictable they um They tend to say, don't worry about it when you should be worried. Don't be afraid when you should be afraid. And you should be tougher than you are when you actually don't have to be tough. But in this type of situation with gas and oil and any kind of resource that you need to survive, if that gets cut off, you'll get a whole totally different person. You get those that will steal from you. You get those that will jack your ass in your car. 
you'll get those that will kill you. And these are probably your next door neighbors or your, you know, somebody you met in the damn supermarket or Walmart, anything. And they could flip from one minute. They could be all Mother Teresa and, you know, Father Mo Downey and everything to straight up shoot you in your forehead to get your gas. And it's not because they want to do it. It's because they're in survival mode. And that's exactly what this cyber attack actually did. People were going to gas. I mean, I know y'all seen all the damn news and how these lines were like out in the street and people were getting gas and everything because they figured that, you know, this is happening now and this probably go on forever and everything else. Well, it's back on now. The um, It'll take a while for the gas to start ciphering back through the, through the pipelines. But if they do it once, who to say they won't do it again? this time it could be even bigger problem so you see crime has changed as well there is no longer the pull out the gun and give you your wallet type of people they can steal the money from you and you could be sleep they can steal your car and you can be in the damn thing driving you could be um you could be uh you know your your whole entire identity could be could be stolen and everything that they do, the person that stole it, will reflect on you, the person you stole it from. So, computers, yeah, they're great. Things that you did 30 years ago, like in two or three hours, you can do it in 15 minutes. And that's great. More convenient. It's faster that way. I remember when movies came out, and uh, right around when VHSs were still being used... And it took six damn months for a movie to come to VHS. I am not bullshitting. I waited for Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, for six months to be put on VHS so me and my brother could see it. Though we didn't see it in the theaters. We heard about it, but we didn't see it. My sister was working for Sony at the time. So she could bring home VHS, you know, VHSs, VCRs, and everything else for us to use over the weekend. And we finally got to see Star Trek 2. And it only took, uh, let me see, seven months to do that. Whereas now, a DVD could probably come out the same damn day as the movie still be in the theater. Maybe take a baby a couple weeks, maybe a month or two, if that tops. But this is the world we live in now. The cyber, cyberverse and hackers could be your worst fucking enemy, especially if you piss them off. And those are the ones that probably were bullied in high school and in school period and told that, you know, they're going to not amount to anything. And they were the nerds of, the, of your group and everybody didn't like him and stayed away from him because he's too nerdy and everything. I was a nerd, okay? And I was also into computers. Still am. But the ones that are hacking things and hacking people's lives and, you know, doing gas shortages and everything else, those are the ones that everybody thought that was going to not amount to shit. Even overseas. And they're showing you that, yeah, I can ruin your whole fucking life with one click of a damn button. I can make you panic with one click of a button. I can stop the whole goddamn enchilada 
with a with a stroke of a fucking mouse. That's the most scariest feeling in the entire damn world. And it happens every day. I get phone calls on my smartphone from from cities like Michigan and and Detroit and Arizona and California, every, every all the places. And I don't know what and I mean, except for California and probably New Jersey. I don't know anybody else in these other these other cities. I don't even know how they even got my number, but they did. And um, it's nothing to play around with. It's really not because if you piss off one of these, you know, millennials, you know, cyber, you know, guys or persons, they liable to erase your entire damn existence with a click of a button. Yeah, they got FBI's, uh, got cyber, you know, CIA's got the cyber units and everything else, and that's good, because God knows we definitely need them in place. But it's not going to stop them from doing what they want to do. And you can slow them down, but for every one that you, it's almost like Hydra. For every head you cut off, there's about two other ones that's ready to take a spot. And it keeps going like that, going on like that, going on like that. So, it makes you wonder, if they can stop an oil refinery, which pretty much blocked off the entire east coast of the country, what else can they do? I mean, we already know, and some of us still believe, that there was hacking involved in the last election. Not this election past, but the five, you know, the last one, you know, which was four years ago, eight years ago, whatever the hell it was, where your president beat Hillary Clinton. And we all thought that was a damn hack. We were all like, seriously? <laughs> no, it can't be. It can't be one. But he did. And um, there are people that think that it was a hacking job. By the Russians, of note, of, of all people. But it was, um, it was, you know, never proven. And it boils down to, you know, conspiracy theories, which is also very popular now. And um, just pure good old-fashioned paranoia. Now, that's a great feeling. No, it's not. So, if you are a, a, you know, MIT grad or IT person and, you know, you know, you know, like uh, what a, you know, soundbite is and everything else. And you are, you know, pressured to work at a place where you don't think you belong because you think you can do a lot better. And people just don't flock to you because you're not a popular person. I know about that, too. You might might want to watch them because that's the kind of person or persons that could ruin your damn life because you pissed them off for not giving them coffee in the morning. They can go home, find out every damn thing about you, and make you look like a complete ass. All because you didn't say good morning to them, right? And it's uh, it's a scary feeling. So, as far as this uh, whole hacking oil refinery thing, they said it was like I said it was. They said it was done by Russian hackers. Now I know Russia and. You know, in America, 
have not been the best of friends ever. And we, you know, the United States trusts Russia like you trust a fat person not to eat a, you know, a three or four cakes on a table in front of them. It's just, you know, it's been that way for for decades, centuries even. And it's probably not going to change before I'm dead. But the thing about it is, though, I'm not thinking about the politics on our side. And I'm not thinking about the politics on the Russian side. I'm thinking about the people in the middle. I'm the people in the middle. Okay. Now, if the president and, uh, you know, the Russian president decide to get into a shouting match. Okay. They have the power to blow each one of us off the face of the fucking earth. One one button, they, and we're we're vaporized. And the same for them. But I'm thinking about the people in the middle. I'm talking about people that go to work every day. They drive their cars to work. They get the gas that they can't get because of hackers, and pay their bills and all that type of stuff. Politics be damned. I'll put it that way. I never like politicians. I never like politics. If you ask me, they're a bunch of damn. They're nothing but a bunch of damn criminals with high-paying jobs that only give a rat's ass about anything or anybody when election time comes. That's when they start coming, hey, you need to vote for me. Why the hell should I vote for you for? But either way, if the the people think that the last two elections were hacked by Russia, then, you know, it's hard, it's hard to to prove and we sure know the last guy that was in their office ain't gonna say shit because he is a good you know, billionaire and all billionaires usually don't give a fuck about anybody anyway. anyway but the thing is though ladies and gentlemen is computers do run our planet now a teacher told me that years ago he said there's going to be computers on everything in cars, in homes on your head I mean everywhere you won't be able to get away from it and he said you have to prepare yourself for that I thought he was fucking around I thought he was playing I'm like you're right whatever man you know what the hell you're talking about now here we are new century well not a new century just a century and um we're having cyber attacks on oil refineries. The man hit the nail, and out he hit out the park. He did, and I listened to him, but I did not believe him. But it's true, though. You cannot take care of your own car now. You can't work on it like you would work on a a '77 Trans Am. You can't like put a battery in it and everything's okay. Oh no, things are ran by chips now. Computer chips. Yeah. I had a guy that I seen at a store and works for General Motors. Tell me this shit. And the reason why there's been a big, you know, there's been a big influx of cars now on the road is because there's no chips in them. And I'm like, well, what the hell does chip do? It controls the lights, the dashboard, the GPS, every damn thing. So it's not even about the damn engine. It's about the damn computerized stuff on this car. So your car breaks down. It may not even be the fucking engine. It could be the you know the chip is cracked or 
you know, whatever. It's, it's, uh, it's scary. It really is. So, technology is great. It makes life a little bit more simpler than it has been. But one bad seed, one bad person who has a grudge with the government or the country or the world for that matter could ruin it all in one keystroke. He could make a whole entire side of a country go paranoid that they'd run to the damn gas station to get gas. You can have pizzas delivered to your house and you didn't do it. You can buy there'll be some on your on your credit cards that you never bought. It's scary. It really is. And there are hackers that do that every fucking day. Some a little bit smaller and then some do it to our oil refinery. You know? And I'll just put this out here because, hey, it's true. You, the United States has not been liked by anybody overseas or in this world ever. Yeah, we're the ones that everybody looks at when it comes to politics and, you know, doing new things and stuff like that. Yeah. But as for the rest of the damn world, if they could blow us off the damn map, they would. But my thing is that you don't need to kill a bunch of people. You don't need to fry them anymore. Because if a person has a computer and they have good knowledge of his computer and they know what the hell they're doing, they ain't got to kill you. They can just completely fuck your shit up and never be seen. They can blame it on anybody who wants to. Because a real person that did it, it's not like he can confess or anything. Hey, I'm over here. No. So if a person or persons can hack a gas refinery to the point where half the damn nation was shut down because there was no gas. What the fuck else can they do? I hate to, I even hate the thought of even thinking it or saying it out loud. But it's a very scary fucking feeling. It really is. And I think, you know, when I think about hacking, I think of old people, senior citizens that maybe are not in their right mind and not as as sharp as they used to be and they don't know what the hell is going on from one day to the next and then somebody hacks them or steals their identity or whatever like that and they could be doing whatever the fuck they want to and this person over here won't even know what the hell they're doing it scares me it really does and it should scare the hell out of you as well not to the point where you run to the damn gas station and getting 15 gallon drums full of gas because that's really overkill right now but it's a very scary feeling ladies and gentlemen and I don't know you know you don't know what the hell is going to come next why the hell do they keep doing this stuff maybe they're bored who the hell knows but the only people that do know is the ones that are doing it simple as that and if we don't get a grip on it even though hackers are very very elusive as they are crafty very hard to get a hold of them 
and to know them is to find them. It's almost like the Wiley Coyote Roadrunner scenario. You try to go over here, he runs over there. He goes, you go over there, he runs back over here. Beep beep. You can't catch him. So, everything now is computerized. You can bully somebody by computer. You can steal somebody's life by computer. You can hack into a fucking oil refinery by computer and never see it anybody coming at you. Scary thought. So, hopefully, you will take my word and know that the guy that you used to bully in high school, the one you used to make fun of, the one that you said wasn't shit and used to throw him to the ground and knock his glasses off, call him a fucking nerd, call him Steve Urkel, whatever like that. Those are the ones that are doing all the hacking right now. They're the ones that run these corporations that have the microchips and the stuff that you need for your phone or your car and you know, TVs and everything else. They're the ones that you or myself will be begging for a job for. And they will be the ones to tell you to go to hell because they remember all the damn things bad that you did to them. Hackers, namely ones that, you know, here in our country, that's what happened to them, which is why they're lashing out, which is why they hack people and IDs and everything else. Because they figure if no one, if they did a shit in high school, then the whole world is against them. I know that feeling because I felt the same damn way. But I have never hacked anything. I've never, you know, stopped gas from going through a pipeline or anything like, like that. Nothing that serious. But forever, whatever's worth, hopefully, somebody will get their collective heads out of their asses and try to solve this problem. Because it's getting ridiculous. And the Cold War was fought in secret. This cyber attack was done in secret. And even in secret, it still managed to scare the hell out of one part of the whole damn country. And that is crazy. And also, that is my word. So with that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the Black Hand Podcast. 2.0. Please join me tomorrow when I talk about something you may or may not like. And I'll see you guys down the road. Good night, America, wherever you are. Please don't hack me. I have nothing. (laughs) I have no nothing. I'm I'm broker than two two sticks in the wind. I swear to God I am. I don't have shit. That only thing I have that you could probably have is my child support payments. I didn't even want that. But it happened and now I just got to choke on it. So either way, it's all good. You guys have a nice night. Have a nice morning and afternoon and evening. You guys take care. Peace.